Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our amazing co-producers, Reverie Studios, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever you use to stream media, use code KAT2017 for 10% off your first three months. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure you are tuned in every Friday to Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Yo, y'all. This is Catherine Jones here. Okay, Catherine Jones. Ready to speak some shit to y'all. What? Okay, if you're Catherine Jones, I am... Who are you? Like, I am Latasha Scott. Hi, Latasha. Kendall, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't get it. Oh, hell. So, okay, so Beyonce awarded a... Cor- Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. His award. I'm sure you saw the tweets all last night. The spe- You liked my tweet about the speech. She surprised him at the I saw this, but I don't know what, what uh, this reference. Okay. Char, she surprised <laughs> Colin Kaepernick at the Sports Illustrated Awards, and she rewarded him, awarded him with the oh, Muhammad and she, Ali. And they kept it a surprise. Yes. So the, the, all the set, all, all the all the people. And even the to, internal emails. They went through the name. Her name was yes. Catherine Jones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what I remember when I worked BET Awards 2016, <laughs> when she surprised us with Freedom, she also had an alias there, too. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I knew is because I was friends with one of those head honchos. I'd made quick and easy friends, and I knew the Tuesday she did. before the Sunday. So I had known since Tuesday, and, had, and they trusted me to sit on that i don't know why but excuse me i can hold a secret i've held plenty yes, have i have. not <laughs> welcome to force have i not cast you member don't Bell. know anything about me okay keep saying it <laughs> how was y'all y'all weeks and weekends and festivities well it's december christmas it, time it turns out that i missed you by one hour um, because Jason and I both went to the auto show mm-hmm. this past Sunday. Was that Sunday? Yeah, that was this Sunday. This was Sunday, yeah. Yeah. So different for both of you. I know. Really? Well, see. I don't. Re- Never mind. The auto show for me is nostalgic because that me is too. something that my father and I mm-hmm. used to do. Exactly. All the time when I was a child, up until about I was like 12. And I was like, look, I don't want to go to that shit. But one of my friends, shout out to TT, he did the show. Uh, he had like free tickets. And so he rounded up a group of us and I said, sign me up. I wasn't going to leave the house, but I ended up, you Interesting. know. Interesting, I didn't get a call. TT looking. didn't call me either. I definitely paid. <laughs> Fascinating. For oh. three people. Oh. Fascinating. And how unfortunate. Huh. It was good though. We Ash, had a my, good time. Me too. You were, you but were that's there not the point. before yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to go early when it's less like chaotic and crowded. But it was still the Chi-chi's first Sunday. an afternoon person. See, no. I'm, if I could have gone earlier in the morning, I could have. But, yeah, same thing. My dad used to take me and Tyler to the car show all the time. I used to get all the little booklets. I wanted a Maserati. I used to put all the cars I wanted on my wall. I never paid. I never got that immersed. I remember oh, wanting I a, a PT deep. Cruiser because I thought it looked futuristic. And it wasn't quite as ugly as a bug. No. A beetle. I was seven um, years old talking about give me a Maserati. I was never a car person. See, I was never what well, even to this day, unless it's a statement car that's like all up and down the Instagram Explorer page. I don't know cars. Oh, like see, I know I'm, Teslas and I know you know uh, G wagons and things like that, but I don't know. And I know like the little you know Mini Hondas Cooper. And, yeah, but I've never been a car girl. Yeah. 
Well, I set a goal. So next year, 2018, I will be purchasing a Dodge Challenger. It's the coupe. Are you also going to sell drugs? No. Basically. What do you mean sell drugs? That's that's the code car. That's like a dope boy car. Kinda. I love that car. <laughs> well, no, really, it's the Impala. But those are the drug dealers. Right, with the, the Impala is more. The well, Impala has has rebranded itself to be a more acceptable car. I don't know if the Dodge. When Ch- I think every Impalas, Dodge Challenger I know. When I think Impalas, I think high school and and niggas who sell fruities, a dollar a bag, <laughs> weed, and they have delectable dick. I don't know if I've ever. I don't. <laughs> Didi. They got Didi. Dele- absolutely divine. I don't know if I've ever ridden Delectable. And you're devastated after. Tasty. But I imagine that those gentlemen that were in my living room that I described with Thanksgiving. They're probably, oh, the they cousins. probably uh-huh. they, Their first cars were probably. probably and probably had a donut on it, too. That's mm-hmm. how you know they're, that's mm-hmm. you know they're real. And right. I, want, I want no parts. Mm, no. I want all the parts. Um, well, oh, while you guys God. were at the car show. Um, that's so fast. I mean, I've been to, I think I've been to the car show once or twice. Um, and my attention span just isn't, isn't for that. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I had to mentally prepare myself for the crowd. You know, I don't do crowds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the children and you just, know, you know, speaking. It was cute though. Every fine man there. I'd be like, okay. The children. <laughs> and then sure enough, here comes the, I was told by Apple care stroller and village of eight children. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim, um, Tom, and all the boys. Alan. I didn't have that much. Their star so cool. I ended up going. I went to Earl's Grill. Um, okay, which I still have never been to. Neither. Uh, what and is that's, that? It's a childhood. That's Sunny's <clears throat> uh, family restaurant. Oh, nice. It's a childhood staple of mine, and I haven't been back in. I mean, it reopened some point some earlier this year, um, and I hadn't been back. So Sunny and I got to do that. Um, and I went to like a I went to a consignment shop that stylists pulled clothes from, and did a little bit of window shopping i guess oh my you're a stylist um, um no you have a stylist no <laughs> no but i mean i no <laughs> i went for other purposes uh, oh <laughs> uh and we'll keep it at that a big event coming but, up um i'm moving on <laughs> and sunday nothing too exciting but aside from atlanta housewives uh, don't want to talk about that yet um (laughs) but i did watch a good interview there's this new it's it's new to me um called off camera with sam jones and he's this acclaimed photographer um photographer music direct music video director um, he's really done everything, and so now he's he's taken on the form of being a long form uh, interviewer. And so he sat down with Octavia Spencer ahead mm-hmm. of her. Uh, She's going to be on Kimmel tomorrow. Oh, really? Well, by the time you all hear this, it would have been yesterday. Okay, is she is she hosting? No, I think she's a guest. She's a guest. Okay. She she's in a new film called The Shape of Water. Um, Guillermo del Toro yep. is this new film. Uh, <clears throat> and it was a really really good interview. And what made me think of that is you saying that you don't you like you don't do crowds and you don't care for them. So she's terrified of crowds, mm-hmm. like naturally terrified. She's an actress, so it seems strange. And she's dyslexic, but she has two books. Oh wow! Um, like me. And she's very. You're dyslexic. I think I am. Oh. I've never been tested, but I'm pretty I sure I think I you're am. a lot of things. I, I do, too. I'm gonna, I know I'm a lot of I'm things. I'm going to add that to the list, though. Thank you mm-hmm. for the ammo. Can I see this list one day, please? <laughs> Maybe, if I feel it's like it. Is on your it. iPhone? No, it's in my journal Oh, when I'm venting. Okay. <laughs> a whole um, chapter, Jace. <laughs> these thoughts are Char's and Char's alone. Oh. Um, I got a whole um, chapter in the, sh- the journal of Char. Listen. I'm honored. 
So I thought it was really fascinating because she she talked about the fact that, you know, she's extremely neurotic and like people would likely call her crazy if they knew some of her processes Mm -hmm. that she goes through when studying. Um, And the fact that she did Saturday Night Live, that's a live audience and it forces you to live read. Yes. So it was really and she she really talked about the fact that when you. But that's why it's important to rehearse. When I worked in news, you had to on everybody's script. It had because broadcast copy on the left side, it has like your name. And like a few things about you, like lead anchor, da 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 da. But on the right side of the paper is the entire script. But one of those things that's on the left side under your name is your read rate. And there's a science to it, which I can't really remember because I'm not in college yeah. anymore. Yeah. But that is how they get people's pacing to determine. Mm, to, for the for the teleprompter. Yes, Interesting. Yes. yes. So and also if if you don't get that technical with read rates, that's why it's also good to rehearse and get a teleprompter operator that you are comfortable with. Like you have to literally coordinate and choreograph with the teleprompter operator. That's interesting. Operator. Uh, recently something came up with someone. If they suck. If they're yeah. a good teleprompter <laughs> yeah. person, no, really, they'll no. be able to pick to, up on to, their... To, to adjust. Yes. yes. But some of them kids... They're, they're malleable. Some of them kids um, just be flying through <laughs> that, and you be sitting up there looking like, abadi, 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 yeah, abadi. Yeah. <laughs> Run that back. As we've seen so many times on award shows, people be like, bring that back down. The view. Because... Whoopi be like, ah, <laughs> if you want me to read it, you gotta bring it I'm convinced it Whoopi <laughs> is sipping tea with, with weed in it the entire time. She, she probably is. What um, is it called? Tantric or something? I don't know. But anywho, no, she, she really talked about owning her craft and the fact that you can't let fear cripple you and I thought that that was a great message um, it because is. she was like if I let if I let that I wouldn't be the actress that I am today um, and I wouldn't have done something like Saturday Night Live so interesting that you bring up fear because uh, we've referenced Mason on this show before first gentleman on Twitter um, I had an interesting conversation with him um, about that where his kind of line of questioning kind of scalped me. From, oh my goodness, I saw this. And, and I was so, like, oh. No, we ended up having a private conversation. Okay. And it really challenged me. It really kind of propelled me. You guys know that I'm in the process of reading all of these different books. But I can, I'm incapable of reading more than one book at one time. Like, I need to give one book my undivided Absolutely. attention. Otherwise, I'm not going to get anything from it if I got four books in my purse. It just ain't going to happen. And so I'm determined to finish uh, a book that I'm currently reading so that I can get to A Year of Yes by boss lady Shonda Rhimes. Yes, yes. Uh, Because he said that it really speaks to that um, as far as... Fear. Oh, my goodness. That's funny that you you mentioned that right now. Yeah. you'll, You'll find out later. Because I was... My fear is not career, of course. But y'all know I've shared it on this damn show plenty of times. You know, I don't... When I do feel like dating again, I want to be able to be fearless in my dating. Yeah, absolutely. No, I and you know what? It's funny to, I, I always say this full circle. Like I was reading Year of Yes about a year before I started uh, my position. And just to see what she describes as her old self um, and then the Shonda that I work with every day, it's growth. And it's truly her stepping into mm-hmm. her full self and her full potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you want to talk about Nene and them? Really quickly, I just felt like the spark was lit back on Real Housewives of Atlanta this past uh, Sunday. So do you think that that means that entertainment, the entertainment value calls for drama? Yes. Okay. We need some form of drama because we've seen shows that try to be too kumbaya and it never works. But what Even if Ayanla just... has her fair share of drama. <laughs> but what if you it's got just... a snipe? What if it's just <laughs> them really delving into each person's career? I don't feel like they do that. No, but we need it. This season has been so boring. Is it because boring. Kenya doesn't have one? Listen, <laughs> this season has been so boring. Who got fired? 
Nobody. They're oh. they're alleging that Nobody. Kenya got fired. It's not but there. That did it's, not happen. It's the racist. <laughs> right. Those are Nini's words, right. not mine. It's Kim's racist. Kim Zolciak Beerman is claiming that Kenya lost her peach, which I do not believe because Kenya provides too much good TV. And what the fuck would Kim know? Right. Uh, and so <laughs> this particular episode that was last Sunday, all I have to say about it is it really sparked. <laughs> The fire, because I was dozing off. You know, right. uh, the big bully was back. And, I lived. And I really, I almost, she I, needs want, show for I sure. really wanted to turn off the television. But you couldn't because it was um, so entertaining. <laughs> no, Marlo kept me there because Marlo so fixing that bun that was, was friendship. It was iconic. It was friendship. It was It was more than, that was sisterhood. That was more than <laughs> it friendship. It was biblical, let's be honest. That was more than friendship. Um, And it was genuine. And Nini like, didn't miss a beat. She didn't even turn around and say like, what's well, going on? I thought that that was one of Nini's more lackluster reads. I like she didn't. She was literally just yelling. She wasn't saying anything. I Marlo every stole the moment for sure. Marlo really stole the moment. I think Portia's really standing her own. Oh yeah, um, I yeah. love Portia. She's and my favorite. they'll be friends again. I think that them saying about me at the same time is indicative of that they're really <laughs> sisters, and they'll be uh, well because it's about nothing. They'll they'll patch up. It's Nini thought that she was that Fashion Police and her little uh, NBC deal was mm-hmm. going to to. She got her britches were too big. For yeah, her. and yeah, uh, and now she's back. Anywho, Portia does deserve discipline for, <laughs> for what, what she, she did, did to Candy. Yes, now she that does. I agree with. Yes, she does. Portia, I mean, Phaedra <laughs> is not the only person that should She is not the only stand. guilty party. Yeah, but yeah. I love how Bravo keeps bringing up Nini's receipts. Did Every you... time she says, I did not try to take food out your mouth. <laughs> then it t- throws to watch Throwback. what happens live. Did you... Freaking fraud. <laughs> did you see Candy address critique that she's being too harsh to Portia and that she should forgive her? Well, the thing is, Candy represents for me a true blue Taurus, mm-hmm. um, another earth sign. And uh, Tauruses are notoriously known for their unforgiving spirit. And so Portia <laughs> just going to be waiting. My mother's a Taurus. I understand I, that. Be, I mean, look at Latasha Scott. That was 18 years. And Candy doesn't budge. And and even still, Candy got issues. Yeah, like, no. And, and I, it's something I want, you know, all last season until the end, um, I wanted so badly for her and Phaedra to, to rekindle that friend. And it, when Candy's done, she's done. She really is. She's I done. admire that and about I have her. And I have to admire that. I admire that about her. Her, because Wendy, I have my, and you. I, 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 what I will say is I am, <laughs> excuse me, I am like that. That's no secret. But there are people, you know. Every, I was able to turn that corner and win my way back. Every experience, first of all. <laughs> right. Hot sauce. First of all. <laughs> Uh, but we won't go there. Um, it's Marie recorded. Sharp. What, Marie Sharp. What I will say is that every situation is nuanced, but I have always been that way. And you all know, I talked about this on the show, how my parents literally would make fun of me. You know, you, you shared. You cut off another friend. Another sh- one's gone. You shared that Damn you should have been in anger management in third grade. I, and listen, me, listen. Me in third I grade. Be, I want to be clear. Much like that journalist, I forget her name. Um, Sharon Reed of yes, CBS Atlanta. You cannot take my words out of context. I'm not. And, and Your you third grade teacher recommended to you. Recommended. That does not mean that I should have been I there. believe it does. I, I certainly believe it no. does. I can only no. imagine you in third grade and I probably would have made, I too would have made that recommendation <laughs> had I been your teacher. So just like I got trolled when I was 10 and 11 years old for saying who? Like, I, I'm not done. I've always been that way. Even did, even with family. I have cousins. I did not have anger problems then and I do not have them now. I have a cousin that broke... <laughs> 
Listen. She I, don't care. I'm she skipping, doesn't. No, because I'm skipping over that because that's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> but uh, I have a cousin that broke a uh, Christmas present of mine. Um, <laughs> what was it? Friend? I sure did. Uh, Sure, the fact that's blood, Char. I don't care. I just opened the gift, and 12 hours she later, she was careless. She broke the she Barbie because she was hating. And first of all, I didn't play with Barbies, I hated the hair. Oh my gosh, it ma- no, it made me itch. Now, here we are. Barbie hair made me itch. Well, this is human. Uh, <laughs> let's be clear. So, ain't nobody's yucky. So, uh, yes, I did stop talking to her for maybe three years, three and a half Char, years. Move Char. On. I did. <laughs> I did. Move on. It was like we what were like, toy was? That? I'm curious. We were like 13. I won't get into detail about it, but we were 13, and uh, that's when I finally came back around. Before that, my mom was like, "Hug your, hug your cousin," and I'd be like, "I'm not a hug." She I broke said, that hug. easy book bake oven. You know how your mom talks in between. Your oh yeah, and you know mm-hmm. it's serious. And I would give her a little church hug, a little two pat, and I'd go and sit back down. Octavia, they try to leave us alone in the room. I'm right there. Yeah. I'm looking out the window. I don't have anything to say to her. Octavia spoke to that. She said kids nowadays have no reverence for parental figures or or people that are older than My them. My children and, will. And and that she just doesn't understand it because her mother didn't have to, if she's like a tantrum, you just had to give me a look. Let me tell you something. And <laughs> the the day that the little shars are brought into the world, they will be in formation cuz I don't play that and the grandmama don't play that. Yeah, you're not going to embarrass me. And the aunties ain't going to play that. <clears throat> so, am I, am I an uncle or we haven't gotten there yet? You know what? We'll what? we'll cross that bridge when it comes cuz I'm not expecting. So, <laughs> I'm like, let me get a bay first. No, 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 no. That's I was Wow. So I can't just bring children into the world alone like Shonda Rhimes? Actually, you can. I take that back. Please leave Shonda out of this discussion. <laughs> I need a bait in order to Do raise children. Do you see yourself as a single parent? I don't parent? mind. I, so I, I don't mind either. Did you, did you see Fantasia's rebut to the criticism that she got over Baby Mama? No. This goes out to all my baby She was mamas. like, I hated that song. I did uh, too. She, she, she called it her biggest hit and I beg what? to differ, but... You know, Biggest? who am I? I haven't. I don't know her record. I don't know. Oh, Tasia's word. Um, but yeah, she said that she just she wanted to. It was something to celebrate single motherhood. It was. It was nothing. I so celebrate delicious. single motherhood, but that song was horrible. Okay, Jace, okay. that's not what I was disputing. Jace so thinks that I need a man in order to bring a child into this world. So you all see, I these, see myself. Arch, these archaic misogynistic views from my co-host. But we're going to, you know what, I'm going to clamp my tongue. And we're going to move right and along. And we're going to move right <laughs> along. Let's hop right into this corner. So this week's corner. So this week, um, Anderson Cohen, sorry, Andy Cohen. <laughs> Do you know him? I combined them together. No, Andy Cohen. Because um, you know, had, had, well, in fairness, they are on tour, the AC Square tour. Right. Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. And besties. They are besties. I'm Kathy Griffin to the bullshit. Hello. <laughs> so Andy both. Cohen had a Sam Smith and Patti Bell on Watch What Happens Live this week, and it was loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, Sam Smith says something about being a, when? a dick hunter. It was last night. It was last night. Oh. Well, Tuesday night for the listeners. Um, but uh, Andy Cohen brought up to Patti Bell uh, Luther Vandross. And he first kind of compared, like, oh, how do you compare Luther Vandross to uh, Sam Smith? Can't. Right. So she kind Luther's of gave... catalog compared to Sam Smith. Luke, Has Andy Luke, Cohen ever listened to a Luther Vandross song? <laughs> Luther vocally compared to Adele? Please. I think he was trying to get to the gay, gay thing. That's exactly what he was trying to do. And yeah. He's not a journalist, a nuanced journalist who Cooth. knows how to do Kendall's that. Kendall's favorite word. Cooth. He has none. Uncouth. 
Okay, much like so Nene Leaks. My corner. You so basically, Anderson so Cooper asked Patty LaBelle about, you know, um, the rumors surrounding Luther being a homosexual. Right. <laughs> At this point, it was kind of like not even rumors. She was just like, listen. Well, yeah, we listen, didn't, know. We didn't I, know. I didn't know. I didn't know I, this until about the Twitter informed me of this like two years ago. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't far fetched, but, there but was, it was an oh moment. Now, see, for me. My dad is in like the Luther Hive. So I grew up, road trips, everything was all things Luther. I mean, he likes Anita and Shaka and the girls, but my dad stands, my father stands for Luther's catalog. And so I did, mean, you, Luther did does, you know from the Annunciation or something? No, I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't <laughs> did know. Did he have a lisp? No, no, no. Oh no. my goodness, Jace. I'm just joking, jeez. Problematic Jace. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you PJ. Don't PJ. call me that, please. Um, Tyler uh, knows why. Oh. Can we call her on the line? Call her. Call her up. Um, tell her what you want. I'm really what about to call her. Uh, Aaliyah, edit this. <laughs> Sorry. We no, don't have don't call. time. No, I'm no, going to no. call her. Do not call my sister. Okay, fine. Fuck it. So anyway. <laughs> I'll tell it. you about <laughs> Luther, there was nothing with annunciation or anything like that. I did not know as a child, but I think I first started hearing, I, the first time I heard a rumor about Luther's sexuality was during his passing. People mm-hmm. alleged that it was that it was, was HIV. The HIV. Because he lost such a drastic amount of weight and then he left so he quickly. I think he passed the same in summer But didn't Luther die from diabetes? It, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Complications. Diabetes, it was complications of, of so diabetes. If you're black and gay and you die, people think it's AIDS. Right. But that is what I was. Yeah. So I imagine if I was growing up in Hollywood and as nosy as I am, I would have heard, if those rumors made it to the shy i know that they were being said here yeah, yeah. and uh that was the same i think the last person luther collaborated with was beyonce for the dangerously in love album daddy so no the closer what? i get to you i i think he oh did, you're right he did the he did a duets album that he was working on and then they ended then, up doing yes, a tribute album so beyonce he, did, he had stevie. elton john and he had beyonce in it. Yeah. yeah beyonce and stevie did so amazing on yes. that album beautiful cover. i love that album yeah. but uh patty basically came out and said yeah she said and quote unquote we talked about it, said LaBelle. Basically, he did not want to. <laughs> Holy shit. He did not want his mother to be, although she might have known, but he wasn't going to come out and say that to the world. He had a lot of lady fans, and he told him that it's just a willing. He didn't want to put the world, basically. Right. So, so he didn't want his mother to know, which is rhetoric. I mean, that's still around today, mm-hmm. but back then. Um, Can you imagine? No, I can't. So, and then with all the pressure of all eyes on you, you're making these love songs. That's these why I was ballads. looking. You know, him and Gregory Hines, that little duet they did, that little love song they did. God, Very Char. similar to Sam Smith and John Legend's song, Char. duet they did. What? It's a song. It's a duet. It's a love song. Sure. What? Move on. I'm just saying, Luther and Gregory Hines had a very, and when you all get a chance, look up the music I saw video. What's it called? It's called, uh, I'm on, There's Nothing Better Than Love All in the World. I think it's called, like, There's Nothing Better Than Love. But anyway, they have an accompanying music video, and it's Luther and Gregory Hines. And if you're not familiar with Gregory Hines, he's a famous entertainer, excellent tap dancer, and he played Loretta Devine's love interest yeah, in Waiting to Excel. Um, Beautiful man. Yeah, I... Looked a little giraffish, but he was handsome. His eyes did bulge a bit. Giraffish? Sure. <laughs> Sorry, there's no um, kind or political way, <laughs> politically correct way Holy to say fuck. that somebody resembles a giraffe. I said he was giraffe-ish, <laughs> meaning in height, the way he moved. Tall and lanky. Yeah. I understand. Oh, sure. I'm giraffe-ish. Okay. 
If you want to own that, you you do that. So I own my smart. So yeah, uh, when I'll post the link when I do the Twitter thread. So to this, but so I your corner goes out to Luther or Patricia. Or well, Sam. the corner is just that's a shout out. The corner is about the actual story. Oh, is he schooling me about the the way the show goes? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm explaining why I brought this up. It's a corner. Okay, go ahead. Explain. I'm bringing up the topic of Luther Vandross and you know him his being alleged a homosexuality because he's not here to confirm or deny Patty LaBelle's claims. Okay. I mean, and I, I'm pretty I, sure I, he was fucking w- men. That is, th- listen, don't project, Jace. I, I'm missing. I'm missing your corner though. Did you do the shout out before the corner? No, my shout out is different. My corner was the event of. You know, Patti LaBelle addressing this thing on Watch Happens Live. Do you, I was do you think that she was out of line? No, I don't. Sorry. Um, no. And I'm going to say no because... What if Luther, Luther's mother passed before him? Um, I say no because uh, they were best friends, right. good Judy's gr- glued at the hip. However, he was the president of her fan however, club. However, should never, I pass? I don't need anybody like... I wish Britney would decide that she wants to speak on my It behalf. might be me. Uh, you just never know. Now, <laughs> it would uh, be Shar. You now me? listen. I would never. So speak Kendall. On, I would never. No, listen. I wouldn't speak on it unless I was being interviewed about my book because my book will have everything in it. <laughs> Sorry, you're not going to include attached. me in your book. I will. I absolutely will. You will not Everybody, include me. In I your absolutely book. will. No, you will not. When well, I'm already I am in the journal, so. for my 40th birthday, I might be celebrating my 40th alone. That because I'm releasing. Um, what that NDA? I'm saying because people may not want to come because everybody's going to be in everyone that I have crossed. That paths NDA with, will be. So will be in the book. So thick. Nope. Names will be changed. Scenarios will be changed. But you will still get the gist of the story. <clears throat> um, so I am. I will be coming out with the book. That'd detailing. Be a shame for maybe all your revenue to come to me. Speaking of birthday next week. Or sorry, next month you're thirty. It wouldn't. You ain't gonna outsmart me when it comes to this. I've done my research. <laughs> I'm sorry. So speaking of birthdays next month you're thirty. And yours as well. What's your point? <laughs> I have more than a month. No. You said yes. you said next month. Sorry, less than a month. You'll be 30 years old. How do you feel? Tell me. You I don't have. Oh, never mind. Because he said originally yeah, yeah, yeah. he said yeah, next yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both I in January. It. I have less than a month, mm-hmm. and I am okay. Good. For now, I'll probably cr- I'll probably cry tonight, but I'm okay for now. <laughs> okay. I'm. You ha- you're in and out of it. I really am in and out of it. I really am. Okay. I'm like double. wow, wow. But I do see people like everybody's comfortable in 30. And like yeah, 31, Aaliyah thriving. has told me. Like, I just. James Ward turned 30. How old are you? Today. Did he really? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of anxiety surrounding turning 30 because of where I imagined myself to be. That's the number one thing. That's the only thing. Octavia spoke for me as well. I just really want everyone to watch this interview. Can you send it to me tonight? Octavia spoke about this. <laughs> she, she just spoke about putting, putting benchmarks on life and how you don't need to do <clears> it. <throat> It'll literally drive you crazy. I mean, I believe that you have to do it to an extent yeah. to just coast you but along. She, she, but well, don't be doing too much. We'll talk off air. Okay, well, let's get into my damn topic. So my topic is regarding, like, I had, like, four to choose from, and I was just, like, shooketh. So I decided to go with one that uh, a Twitter user 
gave to me. Let me pull up her name. I want to shout her out. She uh, actually wrote in last week as well. God damn, all these mentions. I should have screenshot <laughs> Oh, you're it. just oh my God, so, so popular. So famous. Kendall, so no, wanted, I don't rain so on your desirable. parade, so I, let me live. You don't? No, never. It's what? not a part of your favorite pastime? It actually is. Who am I kidding? <laughs> so this, <laughs> this suggestion, this... <laughs> <laughs> that was me. This morning I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm not feeling it. I'm not in the headspace. I don't know. For the first time in like forever, I don't know what I'm going to talk about on this damn show. If you guys have any suggestions, I'm open to them. And uh, Black Girl Freedom, that's BLK Girl Freedom, who wrote in last week, actually. Hey, um, Khadijah James gave me two topics. And so what I want to discuss is finances. So <laughs> you really are Nina this week, huh? I, I guess I am Nina. Um, I LMNOP. <laughs> Shout Show out to Nina. <laughs> I don't know what the AIC or whatever, whatever letter she earned it's, after it's, that two year test. It's the AICP. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, shout out to Nina. I accolades. How yeah. about that? Mm-hmm. Who has that embroidered on her portfolio? Oh, right yes. now? I would too. Are oh, you yes. kidding me? Um, so anyway, so my topic is regarding finances, and I just want to know, and it's a layered question, what is the best piece of financial advice you've ever received, and how will you carry that advice into relationships? What if your partner is not good with money? Not everybody is good with money. Sometimes you inherit debt, you mm-hmm. know, these damn loans. IRS. How do you find that balance? So, so uh, yeah. This is this is it feels like deja vu because Nina is always talking finances on Conversate um, and always trying to know how much I make. Um, what? What she thinks is is which I mean a lot of studies are showing that it it it's it helps millennials um, bargain and and uh, negotiate going into positions when they know what their counterparts are making uh, because. We've lived in in a world that that talking about your finances or talking about your earning wages is a, a taboo, much um, like discussing religion and politics. Yeah, right. It's up there. And homosexuality. Um, I believe I've even been told that talking to, <laughs> that talking earnings in the workplace is illegal. It is. Um, mm-hmm. I believe in certain <clears throat> jobs. See, and that's. I think it's all. I think it's fair game. I, I uh, when I was with Macy's in Chicago, False. they had to send me a huge check because <laughs> all of my coworkers were earning fifty cents more than me, but I was a top seller in the fucking cosmetic department. Uh-huh. Come on, cool and on I had you. opened up the most credit cards, and there were girls that were calling off last. So was minute. that a part of a class action suit? No, I went to HR. Absolutely, oh. and I said, "Baby." I'm going to need compensation <laughs> Got it. for every hour that I have worked from January. I think this was right before I left for Los Angeles. So January through May, they gave me a check, 50 cents for every hour. Got it. Because Rick I'd it already up. been paid, Rick it up. you know. Yeah. Rick and it so, yes, Rick absolutely. It up. Um, but speaking directly. But I never talked to coworkers about what they made. No, I, no and I think it's How tacky. You know? And I don't, I don't. I don't do it with friends either. I'm saying I don't talk to coworkers today. Oh, okay. And what was what how I found out at Macy's is because <clears throat> they were like joking around, like, girl, you know these checks, da 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 and <clears throat> they do like check stubs. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm or I'm earning fifty cents less than you. Mind you, I was the only black girl, like new hire. So I, I didn't know what that was about, yeah. but I was insulted. You got I, it rectified. Yes, I, I was insulted because, like I said, I was not there pussyfooting around. I was pushing y'all's product 
like hell, top seller, and I was opening up most of those damn Macy's credit cards. I should have been getting a, a bonus, a raise, if anything. <laughs> but y'all want to sit up Come here on, commission and, check. and yet again have the black woman be y'all's mule? Here we go. <laughs> That's the plight of my Here existence. <laughs> Y'all want to, y'all want a mammy you are, teddy. Y'all want a shoulder. Sorry, y'all you are not my mule. I want to let you know. Thank I you. I see you as more. Thank you. I wish um, more black men did. I'm yours. Um, pardon? Who, who's the your? <laughs> right, I missed that. Char. Let's be clear. You say you're my mule? Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> I am. Hold Listeners on. tweet us. Hold on, pause the show. Pause the show. <laughs> <laughs> How are I'm you? I'm not doing this. How I'm are not you, my this. emotional Kendall, mule? What's the most um, financial thing? How am I, Jay? Most Jay- financial <laughs> thing? Really? <laughs> what's the question this again? Is, this is why I don't let y'all drink on the show. How Hold is on. How is Jay's my Who's emotional drinking? mule? I'm gonna. Can you provide some insight to this, Kendall? I really am not at liberty I'm to speak joking, on anyone's Char. behalf, as Patty shouldn't have. Either. One four three. Leave Patty alone. Um, one four three. <laughs> I love you. One four three. I don't do all that millennial shit. So, let's get back no, to the topic okay, at hand. No. Okay, what is the best, best piece of financial advice that you've ever received? Best piece, I mean, and it's so simple. Because I've this is my first full-time, decent earning wage. Um, so, it's come of recent. And it was from a friend, a new friend. Um, and he simply told me to put 10% of my check into a savings directly mm-hmm. every week I get paid or every time I get paid. Oh, that's tithes and offering. Um, it's not even yours. And it ain't going to him um, <laughs> or, the, or anybody's church. Um, well. So, yeah. And I mean, and and second part of that question is how we'll go into a relationship. Well, I want to go around and get the, the best piece of advice and then we'll delve into the sub. Point. Okay. So Mine kind of is... Save. Yeah, save. My grandmother, uh, she always, she, um, every Christmas sends a check and she's like, it's not even yours. Save it. Save, save, save. And she's always taught me to save, save, save. And even though that check would be nice and juicy, I can't spend it because I'm respecting her wishes. I'm um, not good at saving. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm not good at saving either. Stick especially that when shit I, in the vault in the bank and do not make that <laughs> balance available to me. I'm, I'm not good with it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not good not, at it either. But... And now, because I picked up a part-time job um, as well. Especially if it's and, a big amount. What? Right. Don't give me a We're going to ration this out. I mean, I'm not going on a shopping spree, but I, I what can't. What the rents do. Right. Well, I mean, well, it's good to have a rainy day fund. I had a, a good rainy day fund a year ago, but that's because I got a huge check. That's how I moved to New York. I was saving for a BMW, and I used that money I moved to move. here saving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, but I'm actually working um, part-time doing finance in Irvine, Orange County. And one of the things that you are, you know that I'm in Orange County once a week. Okay, I, you knew that, Kendall, right? I did. Okay, because okay. I listened to you, Mule. Um, so <laughs> I I'm don't just think Jake <laughs> knows what mule, what an, a mule is. I'm just joking. I'm not talking about Moscow mules. Sis. I love Moscow mules. I know, guys, guys, <laughs> the world knows. I won't be. I won't. But, I won't be your Cynthia. <laughs> But you're worth three times as much when you die. Because if you pull my shirt down. Are you really worth three times as much when you, you die? You are. You are. And that's how people like these. Well, depending. Well, if you do it right, you're worth three times as much I was about to say, some die. people die and it's worthless. Well, right. so you're saying that you, you I don't want to be dead and worth anything. <laughs> Hello? What? For who? For your family? Okay, so the best people piece of who financial come from advice. money. Oh, no, 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 let me tell you. So people with wealth 
because the if the firm I work with, they only deal with like high end clients, so like million dollar policies, annuities, trusts, and stuff like that. And so pretty much they all invest their money instead of you know spending the money because you have to spend your money if you have like a company. Got to spend money to get money. Right. Where you have to spend it or else the government will take it away from you. So they put their money into annuities and trusts. And so pretty much. This is why trickle down economics doesn't work. Oh, the new tax plan where they're trying to take away state tax so yeah. that people can yeah. pass it down. Right, 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 yeah. Right. yeah, so the people that will spend with the people. like Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just ways to kind of um, cheat put your the money. System? Not cheat, because you're putting it into an annuity and insurance policy. Sure. Okay, well, for me, the best piece of advice that I've, financial advice that I've ever received actually came years ago on a Ask Wendy segment. Um, from the Wendy Williams show, and it is... <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. Do not lend money out. When you lend money out, be prepared to, to never, never see get it, it again. Back. Oh, oh, my yeah, goodness. Absolutely. You know, that... And I have carried that with me because I have had friendships and relationships strained over me lending and also don't lend it and I was just talking to one of my cousins about this because he currently has an issue with another one of my cousins who he lent money to because he said that like okay my cousin that that reached out to me he's very generous but he says that What's you should name? that's not important here we go um but he says that you should give him the option to decide whether or not he wants to give it to you. Like if, if I call him and I say, hey, can I have this amount of money? He wants to be able to determine himself, can, can, am I able to give this to Char? But if I call and say, can I borrow this amount of money? He is automatically expecting to, to see it again. Especially in a timely. I mean, that's that's the definition. So th- that's what he's saying. That's but his, the reality that, says. But that is his issue with my other cousin because he said that she took that away from him. She took that right away from him to decide whether or not he wanted to give her money because she's strictly asked to borrow it, and now she's dipping and dodging yeah, 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 yeah. and not picking up his calls. Now, if you don't have it, still pick up the person's calls. Don't be doing all that petty shit. But the best advice, and I passed this along to him, because he lent her money twice. I think the first time was $50, and she didn't pay that back. So I don't know what persuaded him to then go on and lend her three-something, uh, expecting to see it again. But like I said, the advice that I got from Wendy, which I passed on to him, is do not let any money leave your pocketbook without expecting just to never see it again. Pretty, pretty the, sure I saw that that's that episode as well, um, and I've it's followed me as well. And I, uh, the thing about it is, is that I think you learn people, and 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 it's not an only with money or lending anything. You learn people, and some things are worth cutting people off, and sometimes it's just saying. I'll never lend you money again. Yeah. That's just not. What, how, that's not our. That's not the dynamic of our relationship. I literally will break out in hives if I borrow money from someone. And can't pay, oh my god! And, and and not even can't pay them back. It's just that I know that I'm. If I say that I'm going to pay you back, I'm literally bending over backwards to pay you back. I borrowed a right. hundred dollars from one of my cousins in September, and I said I'll have it back to you Thursday. I got the shit back to her Wednesday night. I just didn't yeah. want to because yeah. I know, and I, th- I also think I, it's because I know how my family is. Like I know how she would treat that. Like mm, Char, you know, Char going around borrowing. Char still owe me. To, like I know my family. So, and even with friends, if I say borrow, I really do mean borrow. And I will sometimes you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. I'll borrow from someone else to pay you back until I can, you know, extend what? that. What I, what I also, yes. what I also want. I'll borrow do. from my mom because I know that my mom isn't tripping about me paying her back next Thursday, but she'll get it back. What I, but I'm not about to ruin a friendship 
or make things awkward because yeah. I told so, a friend that I'm going to pay them back Thursday. Would you ever have a conversation have like, hey, can I pay you back on Monday instead? I have too much pride for that. If I say Thursday, I'm literally exhausting myself to have it to you by Thursday. Yeah, I'm going to do my absolute okay. best to give it to you by Thursday. Yeah, I, I think money is a weird thing. And sometimes if I if I feel like how he said, don't lend out money that you can't afford to lose forever. Mm-hmm. If you ask me for $50, I might not be able to lose that $50, but I might give you 25 mm-hmm. You can take that 25 If you don't pay me back, I won't lose sleep over right. it, but I'm not going to give you that 50 Because I might lose sleep over that. I, I might. Because <laughs> the DWP <laughs> is calling. Yeah, so I think you just, I, it's different. But I mean, I think, on, there, I think there's a, a, a larger character issue with oh, people yes. that avoid paying people back. So it's more than Listen, you just, this one instance all, of you not with paying With all back. due respect to my cousin, I think <laughs> she's just going through something right now, and I pray that she comes up out of it soon. Now, the second part of the question is, um, like, what, what would you do? Like, how do you carry that advice, and what would you do if you met, let's say in theory, you met the love of your life who isn't named Cleophis? Um, Absolutely. You Absolutely. Met the, it's a must. <laughs> You met the love of your life, and they check off all the, the requirements, but they are piss poor with money management. It's, and it's, I'm talking about love of your life to the point where y'all talking about moving in together, merging finances. We're not merging anything. There's no love of my life if you're piss poor with your finances. Wow, really? Um, <laughs> really? Do you have something to say? I might. <laughs> uh, I like your sweater, Kendall. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, that's, this, is, uh, this is a different side. <laughs> I wouldn't have heard. <laughs> This is a different response. Go ahead, proceed. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I am appalled. But, I, have, yeah, I, yeah. have I tried to yeah, move in with that, that individual? I recognize that I've done trash. Wait, there's an actual person? I've recognized I mean, that Kendall, I've done trash. I mean, Kendall was with someone who was piss poor with money management to the point where I've had to yell at Kendall about some things that I did not approve of. The um, court tickets? But that ain't, that ain't my pockets. But as my friend, I'm like, are you... Nuts, <laughs> um, um, but we won't go there. Um, uh, no, but yeah, I, I was not moving in with that individual, and you if, would have Shar lie what? again, Shar lie again, Shar lie again. Oh, that's very lie again. That's very Patty Labelle of you, Kendall. That's very Patty okay. Labelle of you, okay? Because you don't know. I do know. <laughs> I do know. And I can call a lifeline like this is who wants to be the millionaire to, oh to confirm. Oh, my gosh. If we're, that man we're gonna come call to you, Marie Sharp and you're going <laughs> to shut up and let me answer the question. If that man would have come have to, to say? you and said, baby, I found a place down in your neck what of the woods. T- what type of simple-minded... I'm not calling you simple-minded, but I know how you were. <laughs> you was in it to win it. <laughs> you was in it to win it. As I was saying, uh-huh. I don't believe that I can see yeah, yeah. a full life built. Shar, yeah, yeah. I advise you to take a sip of this that champagne. We, listen, this is what we do in the what apostolic champagne? church. Um, I don't see myself trying to build a life with someone that I don't. Um, I'm sorry. There's a Amber, there Amber Alert, Alert going right. around. No, well, it's, it's not. A it's an emergency. When dangerous. Wind. You guys, yeah. please. LA keep is in flames. Los Angeles in your prayers. I meant to bring this up at the top of the show. Uh, LA is on fire right now. If you have not been keeping up, and it is just really, it's a lot of devastation, and it's coming at the worst time, which is the holiday season. So please keep the residents of Los Angeles, especially on the west side, because that's where they're being hit and the hardest. Glendale. Um, it's in Glendale too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. North. Really. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Well, it is please very keep, windy. Please keep, keep all of us, because yeah. literally, embers travel, and all it takes is for one ember from one fire to blow to another, and then and all you know it's dry, dry out here, yeah, especially dry and, and yeah. windy, crispy weaves everywhere. Uh, Los Angeles, we're thinking about you. Amen. Um, as I was saying, I don't see myself building a life with somebody that's not financially. You wouldn't work with them. I, I think, I think there's <laughs> sure. degrees. I think, no, because I, I think you said piss poor, and piss poor. I just no. Piss no. poor is workable. No. That's the whole point of relationships, to mm, teach your partner new things. Certain things. Introduce them to new concepts. Certain things. Certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm not teaching well, you about, there's a, piss I'm not poor teaching you about a wave cap, and I'm not teaching you about... So what if... So. You're not going to offer a suggestion to the love of your life and say, baby, maybe you should create a savings account. Maybe you should take this image of one person out of your head and talk to me about I don't have one it. person. <laughs> I'm saying the love of your life, if they were piss poor right, with, with men... I don't like when mommy and daddy on, fight. Hold on. I'm saying the love of your life... If they were pissed poor with uh, with with their fiscal duties, you wouldn't work with them to say, "Baby, maybe you should create a a a, a savings account. Maybe you should put some of this aside." You just be like, "Oh no, oh you're shitty with your money management. Well, I, you don't even have enough for an Uber. Fuck you." An Uber Is that pool? what you say? <laughs> I. I, you know, it's it, as you always say, every situation is nuanced. So I don't think that it's necessarily, it depends on the degree. But if you're coming I'm into a relationship, your life. if you're coming into a situation and not you're talking Jimbo about, from around the corner, we're talking about moving in together and essentially inherit it because it's like, okay, your net income is supposed to go to the bills. But if you have these past due student loans <laughs> and. <laughs> Ooh, and, alimony and these credit cards that are in you know yeah I, I just know because I think again these things these are bigger indications of your character and where your priorities are and I think those are issues that I'm not saying it's for sure no but it's like I don't that could be a red flag and that's why I brought up Nina mm-hmm. because Nina always says how soon is too soon to start talking about money when you start dating someone and for me that's a good question. I, I don't know. I, I, I barely be getting pa- past a, a <laughs> same. I don't think I've ever with any of the guys I've ever entertained entertained money has ever come up. But I'm also ever. not. But I'm also not dumb. So I know if I know what your nine to five is, I have a general idea of what your what your income. You don't know is, how they manage, but I don't know how you manage it. Right. Yeah. What do you think is more scary? Someone who makes. Hold on, you didn't answer my question about the relationship part. Yeah. Um, what if you What if you were in a relationship? I think it's a conversation. It's a conversation. But if I don't see um, them being receptive to what I have to say or what, you know, general like suggestions, pres- right. common like, sense. Like, I'll have a conversation, no problem. And, like, for me, I'm the most, I, I don't like shopping. Like, malls give me anxiety. I worked at Abercrombie for years. I don't like Louis Vuitton and Gucci. Like, I'm, I'm not someone who, like, spends a lot of money on, like, lavish things. I'm very simple. Um, and so a lot of times people I date are a lot more lavish than I am. And so, and they want to do things. I could be at home chilling and watching Netflix for the 10, 10 bucks a month and they want to go to a concert or something, which I do, uh, but I am spending a lot more money with Well, dating. people have their different interests. Like right. I'm not going to, I have a friend, um, who loves movies. I'm not big on movies like that, yeah. but he lives right. in the theater yeah. and I'd be like, you know, I, and nowadays my, theater is a luxury. My, my significant other would have to be willing plus to go popcorn, to the arc light with the wine. Plus wine. Plus reclining chairs. Yeah, plus reclining mm-hmm. chairs because I do go to arc lights. Um, yeah, no, there's nothing cert- but the best. Cert- <laughs> I get I get teased with this nigga talking about all he go to his arc You have your suede light. shoes propped up on that chair. <laughs> um, right, tell us more. <laughs> Listen, we indulge in certain things. 
Okay. Well, how, yeah. how would you work with your your? Uh, that's the key word. I would be willing to work with them. I wouldn't toss them to the side because they they have piss poor um, fiscal you responsibilities. Can, you can use whatever judgmental tone that you choose. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm but just saying that if in this typical star fashion, you are. If this were the love of my life. I would not be like, oh, my God, you don't know what you're doing. This is a wrap. Sure, but sure. You're about to be 30 years old. I don't need a reminder of that. But what's your point? There's context. I don't I'm I don't just bring it up for. Kicks OK, and so I don't like when mommy and daddy fight. That sounded like a, a you're about to be 30 years old. OK, you you do. You're willing to date men younger. When yes. you were willing to date, because right now you're on hiatus. I'll probably never date again. <laughs> you're on you're on hiatus. I'm on, hi- I'm on um, indefinite leave. Yes, inde- indefinite <laughs> leave of absence. I have fully clocked out. Um, ain't none in sh- these streets but trash and sewage. So I'm good. So uh, I just can't really wrap my mind around at any point with you moving. For just a man that. You have to coach through those those sort now, of listen, things. Now listen, I'm not talking about like strenuous coaching. I'm talking about I'm not talking about like we get in, in full blown arguments. But I mean, if that comes with it, that comes with it. I just believe that if I truly lo- if I found Mr. Right and that was a flaw, I know that I'd be willing to work with him I up f- to a point. Up to a point. Because if you're not being receptive and and we're in the hole and I find that I have to pay for dates and I'm paying for this damn um, Time Warner and the gas bill and DWP and and the rent, it's going to be an issue. And I'm like going to be like, no, I'm, yeah. I, I've been an independent woman all this time and I can continue to be. I don't have any children and right now you're acting like my damn son. So um, <laughs> I think I think it has been a turn off in early moments for me because it's like I'm out here really trying to build an empire. I I can't have anyone infringing on that progress. And I think sometimes But you're not talking about merging money right now either. No, but I think if I go any further I will be. Again, I'm not out here just casually date. Are you dating someone, Kendall? Ciao. Let's see yes, no question. Let me get up out of here. I don't know what's wrong with either of my co-hosts, but they're both what's wrong very with snappy today. I was getting ready to answer the question. I'm not snappy. Um <laughs> Um, no, I'm not dating anyone. Okay. I'll say yes or no because I didn't want you to go into the detail. I was just asking a general question. No, I'm not dating anyone. So what's scarier? Someone who makes 300 k a year and is bad with finances or someone who makes mm, 37 a year and is decent? 37000 Yeah. We can't do anything. In LA. You can't, you would take the 300000 <laughs> I'm comparing. You have a choice. 300 k poor with money. Or thirty-seven k and uh, decent. Why can't you do anything with someone with thirty-seven k? I'm moving on. No, I'm serious. No, so I was. I'm. Serious. Are they like? I wasn't trying to be. Are like, they like actively, like in school or like making strides towards something? That's else? their job. His question is: You meet somebody three hundred k and pe- bad with finances, or thirty-seven k and good. Can I expect that thirty-seven k to be their earning next year? Is that what I'm? Is we'll that what see what God hands them. I think them. you're getting too deep. I just no. This hypothetical. Three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred and bad. Okay. Char. I don't know. Um, Thirty-seven in L.A. Oh my God. It's real out it's here. It's very real. I was say it's very real. I know it's people very, making thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take dating. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you can still get around with the when the, the Chick Fil A. You can I'm still, <laughs> yeah, depending on where you live and how much you pay, yeah, you can still get around with a uh, 37k and yeah, still, yeah, absolutely, you can. You yeah, most you certainly can. can, especially dating. Yeah, how does for that sure. break down? What's 37k a month? 
when I worked at Abercrombie, I was making thirty, and I was that was like a thousand bucks. I'm not good with math. Is anyone good with math? Let's so let's just say it's let's just say it's um twenty two a month. Twenty two hundred a month mm-hmm. before taxes. After taxes, you can survive on twenty two hundred a month. You can survive on twenty two hundred a month after taxes. After taxes, it's not what you're. If you're making thirty seven thousand, I need to survive. Not what you're but um, I would take because the gifts would probably be more lavish. I'm going with the irresponsible uh, baller shot You wouldn't collar. be getting no gifts at thirty seven thousand. I might. Yes, you can. Operative word is safe And you can be as cynical <laughs> as you want Why you're always calling me cynical Sally You're the one over here not dating the love of your life Because of financial <laughs> issues and his no- name is Cleophis <laughs> Get out of here Absolutely Get I'd out of here. Take, take, Don't miss out on your blessing I'll take 37k all right. Well, are they are they contributing to the rent? Or are they just are you paying it? Like I just. Uh, oh no! If we're matter. living together, you you contribute into these damn bills. I'm nobody's sugar mama. No thank so you. So when he says, "Babe, I'm really good with money. I don't believe in buying gifts for Christmas." What happens then? I don't. Jesus is the reason for the season. I don't even <laughs> gifts for Christmas. I ain't got a gift for Christmas since I was like twelve. That's an integral part of my relationship. Gifts for Christmas. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Maserati. Like it. I mean, but yeah, like you, you can still get a gift for from some. You can the I, dollar I, store. No, uh, absolutely not. No, you, you cannot. Can, I'd rather you not get me anything. <laughs> no, you I'd cannot. Ra- I, I'd rather you home make me something the than buy me something from dollar the dollar bin, store. Like I'd be offended. No, um, don't buy me. You anything. can still get. That's why I said operative word is what Jay said is save. They can save if they know what type of person you are and they want to give you a nice gift. They can save. Speaking of gifts. Kendall. Oh, look at segue. Um, <laughs> how do, it is the holiday season and gift giving for many people that that observe these holidays in such manner. Um, how do you give gifts? How do you feel about receiving gifts? Um, and and in relationships specifically, um, is there a point in time where you feel like it's too soon to give a gift? Or t- spend too much money on a gift. Ooh, this is actually a. And then I have question. another. This part is so to that. taboo. Um, What's taboo? The because this conversation always I feel like it always comes up. Like in in the, in the event that you start dating someone in September, mm. are you getting them <laughs> a Christmas gift? And if you are, what are you? What's the limit? How much should I spend? Yeah. Um, for me, I am um, about. I love giving gifts. Oh my god, it makes me feel like Oprah. I do too. I love. love <laughs> no, I love really enjoy. Gifts. I mean, yeah, you did. You you did. I mean, and you put thought into my gift. Yes, birthday. I, I love gifts. I love presentation. I love get, giving gifts. Love, but I, love, love. But even more than that, I love receiving gifts. Um, <laughs> of course. And so naturally, uh, listen. I've always been a gift receiver. Oprah, I can't. Um, and so, no, it makes me feel so good to watch people's faces light up. Um, but typically, when I get gifts, I cry. So <laughs> it's just a knee jerk reaction. <laughs> It is literally a knee-jerk reaction. Sorry, I'm not doing it. My coworkers, when I left Chicago, oh speaking of the Macy's, they surprised me with a card, like a farewell card. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like, we were at my party, which was at a bar. Um, and they surprised me with a farewell card. And they were like, read it now. So I didn't think anything of it. Open the card, and it's stuffed with greenery. Money, Jace, not marijuana. Stuffed with greenery. And I just burst I out in something? tears. It could be the green cocaine, according <laughs> to Jay. I had to stop you before you inhaled to say something, um, before you got your little punchline in. Um, and so I literally broke 
down in tears. Like that was my knee jerk reaction. I could not believe it. And they just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Meanwhile, my mascara's running. Yeah. It was worse than that. I was not expecting that from them. They gave me a lot of money. Um, and so, yeah, much? that is not the point. Um, but I say all that to say, Coof. I enjoy. Coof. find it. I enjoy uh, giving Where? gifts, but I re- I'm from enjoy. Riverside. I enjoy receiving them even more. Okay, Jace. Um, gifts. So, with the holidays, uh, are you? Are you? You don't strike me as <laughs> particularly. Okay. What are you gonna say to me? No, I. I I'm waiting. Are you romantic? I am romantic. Oh, no. What? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm romantic so, in my own way. So do you... Do you, you Jace don't... believes in tough love and... and Hold on. And, <laughs> what is and this? They, no, and being nonchalant. What do they call... I don't know. Nuggie? Nuggie? A nuggie? Nuggie? When they, when they, the, 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 the knuckle? knuckle. Oh, my yeah. God. What is this? Home Improvement starring Tim <laughs> Allen and Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> A Republican? <laughs> um, no, listen. I don't... You don't strike me as someone who spent... You don't like malls. Um, I, I don't... You can double click. I know. Char, let me talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, or someone who spends a significant amount of time scrolling through the Abercrombie pages um, at Abercrombie. one point in time. Oh. Um, I'm like, what? <laughs> a fucking store. Okay. Um, the Macy's, as Char says. Picking out a thoughtful gift. Like, right. I spend... I very thoughtful. Okay, then prove me wrong. Okay, so, okay, full prime example. I think one year for... This is for Valentine's Day. Um, me and my boyfriend at the time, he bought me a hookah, which I loved. And, and then, then you flew him across the state. <laughs> for his birthday... Which was thoughtful, <laughs> mind you, but no. For oh, Valentine's Day, oh, I got. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Do you know I deal with every Wednesday? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> oh, Lord. I knew it was just not in the kiss and tell family. Oh, Lord, take the wheel, Jesus. That woke me up. Good morning. Ooh. Well, here we are. Yes. Ooh. So, for, for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. was this prior to his birthday? It was. Okay. His birthday is in May. So what'd you get him for Oh, Valentine's he was a Taurus. Day? No, he was a Gemini. And so at the Ooh. point of Valentine's Day, how long had you been together? Uh, we had been together for four or five months. Okay. okay. And so what'd you get him? I got him, uh, I got his favorite quote engraved in a flask. Oh, that's that's something different. Yeah. Does he like drinking? Yeah, I mean he's not an alcoholic, but like yeah. he enjoyed a yeah. cocktail or two. Cute, that's cute. Yeah, that's so I am I am thoughtful when it comes to gifts. I don't think you're not thoughtful. I just didn't think just... you were necessarily romantic. I'm and, like, unconventional. Like who gets a flash for Valentine's for me, Day? Like I feel like I had it engraved with this favorite quote. Who gets quote. a hookah for Valentine's Day? That's what I wanted. I feel like. You know, an example of an extremely thoughtful gift is Char. Literally, I think she took her entire the entire span of our friendship to figure out that I need Sudafed on a regular basis, and that Patron is my tequila of choice. Don't forget Starbucks gift card Absolutely. and and the, and the Fiji, the bougie water. No Arrowhead over here for Kendall. No. I am thoughtful. Arrowhead I may not be gross. vocal all the time about things, but I'm definitely like taking mental notes with okay. things. Okay. 
Okay. And when it comes to down the holidays, I'm definitely like putting effort into like making whoever I'm dating happy. And so you're a- not a gift card giver? No. Okay. I really don't like those people. I think they they, they take I don't mind do, those I'll people. I'll do gift cards, but not for someone that I'm dating. Yeah, for someone I'm dating. If, I mean, if it's something extra, like in the card or something, but I'm going to get you like, I will give your ass gift. a gift card. Yeah. But, I mean, for me, there's not really a timeline when it comes to how much I spend versus, you know, Ooh, how long we're dating. Is. I mean... It depends on what's in my account at the time. Am I, you know, I actually had a friend that come to me one time who said he wanted to buy his friend. Wait, no, he was dating somebody, but they weren't official. And he wanted to know if he was going to get him a custom suit or Louboutins. And I was just like, well, that's not your boyfriend. He must really like him. He really <laughs> liked him, but that's not your boyfriend. And so I was like, well, at least wait till the, if that's your boyfriend and you guys are dating for two weeks, Aside by from all that, means, did your friend have it like that f- fiscally? Does. Okay, well, then I'd say do what you want with your money. Yeah. If you really like because this person. Because his Louis Vuitton could be my, you know, Calvin Klein underwear. But I kind of knew that yeah. the boy yeah. was, like, using him. It was, it was a pattern of things. Like, you know, he has a lot of money. And People so will overlook that if they really like someone. So did he end up getting your his friend the gift? The person um, he was dating the gift? I'm actually not sure, but I know they're no longer together. Because people will overlook that. If they really like someone, they don't give a, a, a hell about anything or yeah. anybody else. But I don't really ask for gifts. Um, I'm I'm kind of getting uncomfortable when I receive gifts, to I be honest. I really don't and like to be – like, I get gifts, and people have that, that have consistently been in my life know that they're getting gifts. I hate to be asked directly for a specific gift. I hate it. Really? Oh, like, oh, I, I not, want X, Y, and Z. I did not ask you for a list. Don't send me. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Like, My, I want them New Jordans. <sighs> I mean, and, and, can y'all pitch You know him? who? Have y'all gotten the family send. text like, hey, no. we all want to. No. 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 You no. said, wait, what was the question? Like, the family text like, oh, you know, so-and-so wants this for Christmas. So does everybody pitch in 20 bucks to get yada, yada, no. yada. Well, my family and I have never had those discussions. Mm-hmm. I have a couple times. No, my, I, my, sister, my sister and I will... will you know, my mom's birthday, we spent the entire day putting together a gift basket of things. She's at home, so she knows day to day things. I used, to do that in, I used to do that in college for my <laughs> friends. Like, I would get, because, you know, in college, we're all poor. Yeah. But I would literally go purchase a basket, and, and anybody who wanted to be included would be included. I had a food stamp card. Now, let's so be clear. Go, my 16 year old sister wasn't donating any finances. <laughs> she was just her, her opinion. I'm saying, I, yeah. well, I had a food stamp card. So I'd fill the basket with all your favorite goodies. Like oh she likes it. she likes this uh, flavor of Dorito chip, throw some Twinkies in there. Yeah. She loves bananas and then a honey bun. Happy birthday because we're all in undergrad and poor, and here's That's a, cute. a care I like package. That idea. Yeah, quickly, have you ever dealt with anyone who's tried to buy your attention or affection? Yes. I have flown out, and I've never been flown out, but I have, but not. It, it never got too far because he was so creepy and he had potential to be the killer. Um, oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, I have had uh, a one situation that I can think of like that. You know, it's funny. When I was younger, I used to get a lot of attention from He's older really men. really creepy. Yeah, scary. Um, but I used to get a lot of attention from older men when I was, like, maybe, like, 21, 22. And this is when I was, like, really, really in the scene in L.A., like that, I was, like the older men to be at those one events that you used to take me to. What? Oh, Oasis. Jesus. No, this was like no, not always not a, the He's talking to... about. Oh no! This is before I was even like out and about in the streets. Hell, um, even I knew that. 
<laughs> I ain't even from here. <laughs> they ain't looking at me. I'm talking about like Hollywood. We're the people who are like, you know, we're an executive for this. And so like, hey, do you want this, this, and the other? I remember I had one guy offer me a Range Rover one time. And simple asked me. I was like, no, I want love. And I, just, I said no. Then here I am <laughs> at 29. Strapping. Right, exactly. Here I am, 29, single as fuck. Um, I could have had a Range. Could have had a Range Rover, but I would have been tied down to this man for where that, ta- that car now, note I did, was. I, I do have a former friend who is an escort, and her, someone she was involved with, got her a car, a very nice Mustang. Mm. Um, but she got everything over in her like so she had it in her when name. she was done dealing right. with him it was still her like it, she right. could never wake up one morning and it's repossessed yeah so. but yeah, the killer see. could be at her doorstep yeah he could he very well could have but I'm i don't think so, they ever i'm not typically paranoid but i the idea of being my livelihood which my car would likely be uh being tied to anybody scares the hell out of me yeah no that's no, unless we're married like i'm not purchasing and a car with then, you even then because his finances could be bad <laughs> then you got a divorce i mean i'm sorry a, what it's a car you said if he's mine <laughs> that buick needs to be split <laughs> keep playing sure no. uh jace yes your topic <laughs> what <laughs> Yes. Jace, go ahead with your topic, Becky. <laughs> so my topic is uh, goals. And so on this show, we've talked a lot about how much our careers are important to us and like relationships and stuff like that. But I kind of wanted to dive into kind of personal goals that have nothing to do with a significant other or, you know, striving towards our goal. I think all of us at this table, we sit here and we, you know, our personality, our persona is essentially our job. Um, but do you ever like take the time to separate, you know, Kendall on cat radio versus Kendall at home with Auntie Lynn or or Shaw on cat radio? No, he's the same. He's the same. Okay. Well, I'm kidding. What are, is there a specific goal that you have had in mind that you've kind of derailed because of career or love life or anything like that? And what is that goal? And kind of, uh, yeah. What was that goal? First of all, this first question. You want to go? I mean, my only personal goal, well, to answer the first part of your question, there is a difference between Char that has the razzmatazz all on Twitter and doing the damn podcast and Char in the personal life. It's not a vast difference, but there is a difference. And, And what comes with that is I find that people expect me to be on all the time, and that's just not me all the time. I mean, I'm always going to be me, but... I have times where I just want to be left the fuck alone, just left alone. Yeah. Um, and I feel that that I've learned that that is difficult for a lot of people to process because they automatically think that they might have done something and that's not oh, the case. Oh, to piss you off? Yeah. And that's just not the case. I just need to be alone mm-hmm. or maybe I'm doing something, girl. You know, the girls don't be knowing my tea. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's that. And so my only personal goal that I can think of that does not involve career, um, and I won't even bring up love life because what's that, um, is I just want to lose weight. Um, and there are things that, oh, some of these I don't even feel comfortable sharing. Um, I'll just say I would like to lose weight and I would like to improve in certain areas. Those are those are my personal goals. I hope that's not too vague, but that's just where I'm at with it. Okay, it's vague, but I, I respect mm-hmm. it. 
personal goals. Um, one, I guess it, it's more like a um, New Year's resolution sort of thing. Um, but it, it's nonetheless. I, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, so this will count as just a simple goal. I don't either. I used um, to. Just a resolution in general. No, because I think sometimes it puts a time stamp. Like I start like life from December thirty first to January first. So many things change. I used to do resolutions. I do not anymore. It's twenty four hours. Uh, yeah, no, that yeah, it's twenty four hours. L- n- nothing changed. I'm going to go back to the same. Especially job on if you're 2nd. not gearing up for it, you can't Im- magically expect to go to this meal prep kale eating girl on the first <laughs> if you were just sloshing down Help. the the Absolutely. Louisiana fried chicken because the night habits before. Habits take time to break. Absolutely. Yes, twenty one days. I, I want to say no more. I want to say no, and I want to be oh, mean. Oh, I was okay. Sorry. Go you on. want to be mean? I, I said, and I want to mean no. Oh, when <laughs> I, say, I was interrupted. Um, <laughs> I I want to mean it, and I and I had that goal in 2016, and I did better with that and being more responsible for my time. Um, and I think somewhere again, those bad habits kind of slipped in there. Reclaiming where, my time. Yeah, where where I I, I I wouldn't necessarily call myself a people pleaser, but I guess in the true definition of it, there are you have the disease to please that I I want people mm. to be happy with me, and I think sometimes uh, a a no makes me feel like I'm not being a good friend, a good person. Um, I used to. I said no today. I used to I pride good. myself. It used to be so easy for me to say no, like so easy. Bringing up uh, Pierre and Terrence again, who are my former roommates, they know that uh, once upon a time, I had no issue saying no and not giving anyone an explanation as to why I said no. I said no. And then something happened along the way, and it might be indicative of the culture in Los Angeles. No, seriously. I know. No. And not even necessarily to them. They just uh, were witnesses to certain instances where I've been like, absolutely not. In general, right. Um, And not felt the need to put a comma after my no. Um, A hard period. But I feel like it's indicative of the culture, at least in my experience here in Los Angeles, to not say no because so many people, um, and this is nothing specifically to Angelinos, but it's just the culture in the city and it's made up of transplants. But uh, they don't know how to receive that. And then I feel like I end up, it it ends up being a trickle down effect where they're like, you know, oh, this girl, now I'm a problem because I told you no with no explanation. I feel like there's so much facade. Um, And I always say it's hard for me to compare Los Angeles to anywhere else Mm -hmm. because I haven't spent any significant time anywhere else. But I think that so much of LA is, oh, Char, we'll give you a call back. I know some people that know some people. And then they turn around and never give it a second thought. Instead of just saying, like, I really have no clout and I can't really do anything for you, but I see the talent. Or 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 explore other opportunities because I have nothing available at this very moment. Should something arise. People say yes to please people. Yes, exactly. And so the no is just way too hard of a pill for some people to even deliver. But what's, what's so crazy is in the conversations that I've had with both of my sisters who we know live in New York City oh. is no is so a part of the culture oh, there my that they can't <laughs> they cannot imagine maybe being uttered in New York City like if it's a no it's a it yes a or a no. no and I have sisters both of my sisters are in the arts one is an actress who does a lot of musicals the other works in fucking fashion and so they are used and the one that works in fashion is a coordinator so she's in charge of a lot of things and I believe that's why they like her because she has no qualms saying listen like she does the hiring of interns and things like that 
Um, and she has no issue saying no. And I believe that the environment that I was raised in, the certain grit of Chicago, I became that became the norm for me. I worked with a white woman who's also from Chicago. She's older than me. But we... I noticed that all of my coworkers would say, you and so-and-so kind of act alike, like we move alike, but she kind of has that same, I ain't fucking with it attitude. Except she's a little bit more seasoned than me, so she can get away with a little bit more than she's me. She's also white. Uh, yes. The way that that's received. Yes, but I'm saying in the in in, in her mm-hmm. delivery of things, she's a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. She's been in this industry longer, so she can get away, take t- taking the whiteness out yeah. of it. But I've noticed a lot of comparisons in the way that, in, in our delivery, which, like an example, for example, she can come, there was one part this past season or whatever where we did not agree on something, and she, it was received that she like chewed me out. I didn't take it that way because I felt like the way that I communicate with her, I, I get it. You get right. it, right. I get right. it. But right. everybody else was like pulling their hair behind their ears. Oh like, my God. Yes. See, and that's was, one of the reasons why I fucking this, LA. It became I'm this big lie. thing. And I'm like, y'all, you know, like I'm, I'm okay. Like yeah. I'm good. And I understand because not only do we have a good working relationship, I just felt like I understood her. I didn't feel like she was being rude. I felt like it was business is business. Where is she from? She is from know? Chicago. Okay. We're yeah. both from Chicago. Uh, okay. So we get got a lot it, of comparisons. She's just older than me. It's fun that you bring up New York because I remember when I moved to New York, one of my biggest struggles was people saying no to me because I was so used to yes, yes, yes here in Los Angeles and I was so spoiled here. So I was like, oh, I'll go to New York. I'll just move there with like no plan, no nothing. And I moved there and people were like, no. And I was like, what do you mean no? Like, no, you can't work as a server here. I've been serving since I was 19 years old. Don't matter. (laughs) No, no. And I was just like, what the fuck? So like my first year in New York was the hardest year. Culture shock. Culture shock. It was the hardest year because I was so used to, yes, here in California. And you know what's so funny? Because I experienced the opposite. The root Mm -hmm. of my frustration here has been just fucking tell me no. Right. Stop. Like what Kendall brought up, the example that he brought up is, oh, I'll call so-and-so or have you asked and did it and this whole like double dutch maneuvering of living in the gray space of the maybe when my burdens can be cast aside if you just tell me no sis going back to year of yes um i actually read that book as well and you did i did tell us that yeah i wrote yeah, like a couple years ago. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I read it a so couple of times. I'm the only I, one missing. I, feel like I, I should came say across thank you, but I didn't write it. I, um, I came across <laughs> it, and I remember like reading it. I remember like, oh, she spoke in front of this audience at a graduation at a university. She She's took a Chicago this gig. She did this, and she was scared to do it. And I was like, my issue is my comfort zone is saying yes. I'm not saying no. I would say yes to everything, even though even I didn't want to do it. Even if you're burnt out. I'm burnt out, and I, I, I didn't want to fucking do it. And so I remember, like, I need to have a year of no, where I'm saying no. Yeah. And that was no, this year I, to me. That was so funny. When I, I said the same thing. As I read the book, I was like, well, this isn't me. Yeah. This, I don't have no issue. You know, issue. Shonda's from Chicago. So maybe that's why year of yes will probably, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, this, I don't have a problem with the yes. Yeah. yeah. I, you I will in front take, of a bunch of people? I will take some sure. risks. I'm not scared. I will stand up at, at, you know, the work picnic and be the one, you know, but I, the no. Is now, the see, I don't have anxiety surrounding that. Yeah. But I, I have what, just to piggyback off of your specific answer, I've noticed that, which the older you get, you're supposed to be more sure in yourself and things like that. But I have struggled in particular with now I feel like that no is being sucked from me where I feel like, should I say yes? 
I don't want to, you know, like the the culture is just weighing on my shoulders here. Yeah. Like I don't want to burn any bridges. I just need to say yeah. yes and go no. along yeah. to get along. Yeah. No. And I need da 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 da. It's not easy for me to say no. That was me last year, and I was burnt the fuck out. I, and, and so I think I'm just not getting back into like Los Angeles. Oh, they do. And I think because of that e word exposure. And I think that the right people are attracted to the no. I think that yes, some people might appreciate you always being down for whatever the gig is, the free gig that they're not willing to pay for, but the right people are looking at you say no and say this girl has some yeah the thing is i'll say yes and still give you 100 percent. some people most oftentimes people will tell you yes and give you 50 yeah so it's just much easier just to say no yeah. did you have any other parts to your question well my goal <laughs> I'll learn I, for, I totally forgot we were talking yeah goals. i know kind of went but i'm actually the conversation's good uh but my goal is i want to learn how to play the piano huh Good luck with that. They say the younger, the better. Like I a know. foreign language. I thought about going back. Lessons. I played for five years. You did. Really? Did not know Do you that. know anything now? or I couldn't know. I know Mary had a little lamb. I okay. doubt it. I know Claxton the scale. actually played uh, the piano at my family's house for Thanksgiving. It, it, I did not know impressed. Claxton was musically inclined. Claxton is very... Claxton's like a genius. Did not know that. Yeah. He's he piano... Um, several instruments singer he was in the choir he's just very talented i can give you a dun, 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 like i can find the note but i, <laughs> I don't can give you a don't be asking me to to play so that's i can tell it. you this is where you're supposed to be i know where c is we know you good at directing people oh i mean i, I was one for so many years vice president of the youth choir jace um so i mean the next round question is do you have problems separating the job career personality from what you actually want at home and it's ever conflict all the time mm -hmm. all i am is the job <laughs> mm -hmm. without Kashar said so without my work that is what i struggle with finding my worth in if i got stripped of everything tomorrow if ursula the sea witch <laughs> came and took my voice or if it, or if uh, or if you know, the Little Mermaid. Ursula took Ariel's voice. Uh, never, never saw it. What? Get me out of here. You never saw the Little of Mermaid? Of course not. Of course. Kendall hadn't seen nothing but, but mud bound and fences. Um, but. Oh, my God. If, if that were to happen or if something took away my ability to read or something, I need to get to the root of who I am. Because so much of who I am has literally been built on professional goals not even personal right now entertain personal because if i'm gonna gamble on anything i'm gonna gamble on the professional because these niggas ain't shit <laughs> so i um, i took your question to mean because char is a char is her profession is the personality um so i i took it to mean this profession literally or what we do on a daily basis and taking it home what did you what exactly did you mean by that well i mean for you because you are publicist you're more behind the scenes but you have two podcasts no but even as a publicist i've had critique that people feel like i'm always trying to spin uh <laughs> i've critiqued that we know wait spin what story spin anything i'll um, clock it and make it that's what they do but he's saying how that bleeds into his real life. Yes. Oh. And so, and, well, his personal therefore, life, I should say. Right. Therefore saying that it's not true. Um, and I, I disagree. Um, I, I can, I suppose, if you, I think I think it's the same sort of suspicion that people have of lawyers and 
<laughs> that, that that they're not coming to the table truthful um, in situations that are not the courtroom, and in my case, not me writing a press release or me me reputation management. I and the thing don't I don't like to be discredited for the fact that I can that I'm good with words. Like just because I'm good with them doesn't mean that I'm manipulating you. Come on, Pepperdine. Um, so I, I can manipulate you, and I mean that would be up to your smarts to figure that out, I suppose. But that's n- I typically oh. not my goal. No. Um, and I, that's just, but I, I've I've had that in romantic relationships, in friendships, um, that critique that that it, what they hear or what they might read um, in some sort of social media or this platform doesn't necessarily align with what they see in real life and. Tough titty. Tough titty. Tamar Braxton. He says he dis- disagrees. You've always f- said that you've disagreed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any more parts to your question? No, that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the shout out. So, funny, earlier this show, you guys brought up Mason. He's actually my shout-out. So, kind of this whole show kind of, like, uh, emphasized that you're a yes in the book and everything like that. So, Mason actually started an online blog. And it is, the website is... Half Year of Yes? I believe that's Yeah, it's medium.com slash at half year of yes. So pretty much he put out a challenge earlier this year. Um, He has certain things going on in his personal life. And so he wanted to make it a year of yes and kind of take every opportunity to live his best life. And he kind of put out a challenge into the universe that people do a year of yes as well. And so he actually started his blog. He just posted a uh, an interview he did with someone who t- accepted the challenge. His name is R. I'm gonna get this wrong. R. K. Jackson. Let me double check this real quick. Oh, does he do some of the? Uh, R. K. Jackson. Yeah, and did, I follow him on Twitter and he Instagram does the digital as well. For Upscale Magazine. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So he actually interviewed him, and it was actually pretty dope. So. Um, check out the blog. It's really dope. Uh, it is very inspiring. Yeah. Um, and he's been flying on planes every other week to yeah, Europe. Ma- like, I'm going to I'm gonna go like to Spain. Trip to Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Spain and show up to work on Monday well, on because time. Because why not? Yeah. Right. If, if you, you have can the financial it, means and, and, and time. And it can still hey, show Daddy. up to work on time Monday morning. And he is a manager. Uh, then yeah. why not? Yeah. Um, really quickly before we go, I want to uh, remind everyone that next Friday, which is December 25th, is the last day for open enrollment for your health care. Go get those Obama Care titties, girls. And, um, ca- you and do, sorry, go ahead. And you can visit uh, healthcare.gov for more information. Get started, please. This is not the administration you want to be under without any health care, honey. So you need <laughs> you to say get twenty fifth or fifteenth. The fifteenth. Okay. Next Friday, California. One five. <laughs> One five. Let's California clear. is outspending the federal government in. Uh, covered california i mean well in health medical and covered california well in in advertising because you know the budget was cut because he doesn't want anybody to, to get covered. he want us all to die well all of us to die the, and implode because if people don't people. if people don't enroll then they're not paying towards 
anything and therefore the whole then it's your will, fault then it'll be obama's fault right? gotta gotta go to the hospital it's right. your fault it's a right, 123 right. million dollar bill so yes that's what i want to remind you all uh to do and also to keep los angeles in your prayers because these fires ain't no yeah. damn joke and really quickly did you fucked. see the did you all see the cover of the um person of the year <laughs> Yeah, I sure did. With Taylor magazine. Swift with her wet mop bob. And Ashley Judd. Any thoughts? <clears throat> Any thoughts? Um, I think... Mm, I think that this is good that they're highlighting the hashtag Me Too. Um, and they great. included the original person who started it. Right. The original black but woman. But the original black ago. woman probably should have been the only person on that cover. And then they also... I well, saw the, a tweet. the cover was dedicated to all of the whistleblowers. I don't know how Taylor got finagled into that mess. Right. Oh, but because all that of, guy grabbed her ass in that picture, she, allegedly. She didn't do... Like, she's... There was monetary. That was for her personal... She ain't doing and no interviews or no. The there could have been a lot of other people on the cover, but I did see that they said that time that Donald Trump was a runner up for second, yeah, I was which just, is very confusing because he has, he's a pussy grabber. Well, listen, right? Listen, but time has it's not nec- it's not about good or bad. It's about influential. It's about who has had and, and he is influential. He is influential. So uh, Putin is more influential than him. He been he's the president of the United, United States, States of America. Owned by, by, by Vladimir Putin. But uh, <laughs> what I thought was interesting is if you all observed the cover, um, I was watching on The View, um, they weighed in and said that there is a an, an elbow. So it's a, it's this group shot on the cover, but there's an elbow featured yeah, in the corner. Yeah, I did see that. And that is because a nurse spoke out, but she did it anonymously because she was af- afraid that it would affect her livelihood. And so that elbow is to represent all of the women. That is, who, that is beautiful. I didn't who, know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Because I saw my biggest, my biggest critique of the, that me, was on of the me, of the me too movement has been that it has been Hollywood focused. Yeah. Um, because there are it's so for the worker at the waffle house yeah, exactly. or the McDonald's who cannot who, afford, who can't afford. And even to if they up. did come forward, likely that manager no is not going to get fired. Them, and now you've lost your job and your kids Absolutely. don't have a Merry so Christmas. That, that, I'm very happy to find that. And I also want to leave, dope. I also want to leave the show speaking of what Jace just mentioned about 45. Um, one of my new Twitter faves, Alyssa Milano, aka Phoebe on Charmed. I've been bin- mm-hmm. I've been binging Charmed on Netflix. Watch the L word. Um, not interested. The L word. Yes, it's a Showtime show. I know what the L word is, but so you watch why that? did you do that? Why'd you ask? I didn't know you watched that show. I watched. Kendall it. has mentioned that show on this platform plenty of damn times. Really? I, have, I, very much, much, I don't listen. You know, that. I very much enjoy the L word. Well, anyway, Alyssa's Reboot. tweet <laughs> says, <laughs> at the very same time that we are asking Franken to resign from Senate, we are allowing an accused child molester to run for Senate. At the very same time that quote-unquote silence breakers is the time person of the year, a self-professed pussy grabber was the runner-up. Hashtag me too. Me too, Alyssa. So I thought that tweet was brilliant. I retweeted it. So yeah. And on that note, we can end the show. Hashtag KHE Radio. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Don't forget to enroll in healthcare. <laughs> the 15th of the 25th. Special thanks to our executive producer, Aaliyah J. Daniels, and Reverie Studios.